Hey, what's up, everybody? Jason Franklin back here again with producer Jack Housley, uh, Expedition U, episode 54. Uh, have an absolutely phenomenal uh, friend and agent, entrepreneur, broker, team lead, investor, uh, Shaheen Nagabi. And uh, Shaheen, you're with uh, Madison Fine Properties, correct? Yes, we're the Madison Fine Properties team. We merged with uh, EXP about a year ago, and it's been the best thing that I've done in a very, very long time. That's awesome. Well, hey, just so kind of everybody can kind of get to know you, what's your your two-minute Genesis story of what led you into entrepreneurship? Because right? I know that in today's society, there's not a whole lot of parents that are telling their kids, hey, you should like risk everything and just go work for yourself, right? Everybody's saying we need to go to college, we got to do this. So what led you down the path of eating what you kill and, you know, just living that lifestyle? You know, first off, thanks for having me, guys. I'm super excited. You guys have the great, great energy, and I love uh, being around people with energy like y'all. So here's the here's the deal. Uh, I'm from I'm from immigrant parents. Uh, my father came to America with three hundred dollars in broken English, and he he has a little bit more than three hundred dollars, and his English is barely even better. Uh, but he's been a really really <laughs> great mentor for me, and my mother the same thing. Uh, and so I think being part of an immigrant family and seeing, you know, as I've been as I've been growing up, seeing the the struggles and the and the wins and how important it is to to kind of fight for what your fight for what your opportunities are has been quite evident. Um, and I've always had that little fire burning in me. And and I think that's where it comes from. Um, attended Texas A&M, did engineering, worked in uh, for a, a construction management company and then had an opportunity to get into real estate. And I did. And it's been the best thing in the world. I love the fact that as long as I can bet on myself, I can outwork myself, I can outwork my self-doubts. I can outwork everyone else around me. I can create my own success. That's what I love about it. So, you know, it's funny. You, you said something there that's such just a quick thought, but I think it's so big. And we hear this running trend with the people that we interviewed that are in the real estate space. I don't think we've had an interview yet where they're like, I went to school for real estate, right? It's like I was doing this, I was doing that. And then I had this, this, this thing happen, right? This opportunity happened. And then 10 years later, you're like, that's all I do now, right? I mean, so... What do you think about that? I mean, the fact that, and I don't want to call it haphazard or happenstance, but like for most people, real estate is not a, a planned end game. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is I've noticed over the last two years, really during COVID, we're seeing more and more people, more and more college students saying, Hey, I'm graduating to be a realtor. And that's been super cool. Now I went to Texas A&M. Texas A&M has a really great real estate program that's post-grad. But we're seeing that more and more happen. And I love it because hyper-successful realtors are true professionals. The gate, the, the entry into the market, entry into this, uh, to be a real estate professional is very, very low. So you can get quite a few people in there. But the ones who stand out, like yourself, uh, are, are, are true professionals. We're, we're just as professional as a physician. We're just as professional as an attorney. We're just as professional as, as any other professional service. Um, and, and that's what's really interesting. So it's really cool to see how... The universities and uh, second uh, second level education is now bringing out that hey, this is an actual career for you. Um, I love that my uh, iPad is zooming up zooming up around me. Uh, but yeah, you know the, the the beauty of all this is people who get into real estate who are hyper successful do it because deep down in their heart they're really in the hospitality industry. As in, we're here to provide service. We want to help people out. We want to create opportunities for people. We want the dream home for them. And I love going to hotels because 
you have the utmost level of level of service, right? And that's right. the that's the beauty of it. The, the our our hospitality industry, people who are in hospitality, whether it's at a hotel or in the restaurant industry or in the or that are bartenders, are the best realtors because at the end of the day, their number one goal is to help people out. And I absolutely love it. And that's really where it comes down to for us. You know, that's awesome. And, you know, Jack, I think you can speak into this as well. And Shaheen, I mean, you and I have actually hung out in the same rooms for a while, but only really recently connected. But, you know, just in listening to the vocabulary that you use and the things that you constantly bring up, you know, there's a ton of people, whether it's professional, personal, uh, doesn't matter, that are just a time suck, right? And so I know that you're really big on adding value, you know, and adding value into other people. And, you know, you talk about the hospitality portion of, of what you're doing, but speak into, into that, you know, as far as being selective in who you're around, but also being selective in who you're feeding into. Yeah. You know, I think for, on a client perspective, it's pretty easy, right? Anyone that I can connect with is connecting with me and, and I can provide the best service for them. And they, and they really, really value that. And I value them. But on a professional perspective, you know, I, I a quick background is I started my own brokerage uh, 12 years ago and and it's been a, and it was a great experience. It has been a great experience. But I merged with EXP because it gives me the opportunity to hang out with people like yourself on a more in-depth level. It gives me the opportunity to hang out with the legends of Jimmy Franklin and, and other people across the country who now are mentors. You know, I don't have just one mentor now. I have multiple mentors. I can reach out to you guys at any time and vice versa. I can reach out to other people in our family tree, vice versa at any time. And that, and that cornucopia of, of opportunity for education and growth um, has been the biggest driving factor for me to take my own company and merge it with somebody else. Um, and so now who I surround myself are with people who think bigger than me, people who, who, who have a different perspective on something because of their experiences and the, the opportunity that opens up for me to, to rewire my brain even more uh, is, is the most attractive thing. And so that's the, those, you are the person, you guys are the people that I'm in the rooms with now. And it's enlightened my career. It's enlightened my relationships with my, my family, with my wife. It's giving me, it's given me a true understanding of what my value of time is and, and how precious our, and how precious our time is. So I only want to hang out with people. I only want to communicate with people that I'm going to, that I'm going to achieve something more. So if I'm going to give someone hundred percent, my goal is to receive hundred percent or more back in value. And that's been the biggest game changer for me. So Jack, I know that you're big on goal setting. So Jack, I mean, gets up early. He's like newly married, just bought his first house, spends his time in the gym, it. spends his time here. I mean, so Jack is like the most overqualified agent ever. So he's our director of marketing. He's an agent. He's a registered nurse. He's got a degree in biology. He's got his MBA. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to have known him since he was 12, yeah. since he was 12, uh, you know, and so this is just kind of the journey that he's gone on, which is phenomenal. But, you know, you talk about the, the connections that you get in goal setting. So, Jack, how how big do you think goal setting is in, in not just the, hey, it's November, I got to figure out what I'm doing in 23, right? But just long term and short term. Oh, I mean, long term goal setting. I think that it, it makes or breaks uh, an entrepreneur. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I don't think that anyone in in the room in a successful room could be where they are without having set goals that they probably couldn't have achieved whenever they were sixteen years old. Which I, I actually kind of leads us to the point. Uh, 
what what's something that you've done, Shaheen, that 16-year-old you would have thought was impossible? Um, I think something that something that I've achieved that I didn't think that I would be able to really is I know this is gonna say sound quite cliche, I suppose, but like I I mean I've man, this is hard to answer. The last year has been so impactful that my mindset shifted completely. You know, I, I was always raised that if I can, if I, if I jumped, I would fly. And I've had that support system from, from the beginning. The difference now is, and, and by the way, if you guys ever spoke with my father and anyone that speaks with my father will end up speaking to them for three hours and they will leave that conversation thinking that they can go open their own business tomorrow, that, that <laughs> they can, that they can literally jump off a building and fly. And, and, and that's been the biggest, that's been the, obviously the biggest influence for me. You know, I, I think for a lot of people, and I'm just going to use arbitrary numbers. I think for a lot of people, it's a financial goal because the financial goal then opens up uh, opportunities for for freedom, freedom to spend time with their family, freedom to to do where they want to do and go where they want to go. And I think for a lot of people, that that freedom number is a million dollars. So let's just say for me, the goal was, hey, I want to be able to make a million dollars a year. Well, over the last 12 months, that number has jumped five x that number jumped 10x. And the idea of what it means to spend time, what it, what it means to spend, uh, what it means to have freedom has also changed 5x and 10x. And so I think for me, the 12 year old me eventually knew where I would get to. And I know that the limit, there is no limits, but the current 40 year old me, uh, born in 1982, the current 40 year old me now thinks the next 10 years is significantly different than it would ever have been. And that's what I think was the biggest difference for me. So I know that's a little bit of a cliche uh, response. No, not at all. No, no, no. But, you know, having Jimmy as a mentor, and I know that you watched uh, Jimmy Franklin's uh, video series he put out about his four different decades in real estate. Awesome. And I've, I've, I've talked about this numerous times, probably ad nauseum, but it's really in line with what you're talking about. And, you know, so like our deal here in our office is that when I make goals for our team, for myself personally, I want whatever goals that I have for the next year, two years, three years to be something that I'm literally physically not capable of right now because it requires me to go back in and rebuild the machine, right? I mean, it requires deep, deep thinking. You know, and Jimmy had a, a really profound statement and that is at the end of my first 10 years in real estate, I was really no financially better off than I was when I started. By the end of my second 10 years, I could have retired. Right. You know, I mean, not, but he didn't. Right. I mean, he kept pushing, but it's I think we all get so like you talk about that, that million dollars. Right. Which, by the way, you know, if you're a, if you're a new entrepreneur, you need to sit down and do the metrics because a million doesn't go as far as it used to. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's a great starting place. Right. I yeah. mean, you know, so all of that being said, but the the time in the time in grade. Right. And the time that you put in and how that exponentially grows if you use those opportunities in the right way. You know, it's like uh, that statement, I never lose. I, will, I either win or learn. Yes. Right. You know, which again, sounds very cliche and I wish we could all live that every day. I mean, there are days when I go home and I'm like, I suck, you know, but there's <laughs> other days, you know, I mean, we have those days. So one of the things we really like to focus on here is is finding is gapping that divide so we've got somebody listening today i don't know where they are i don't know what they need to hear but i know that they're saying man shaheen's killing it they, they've probably gone and looked you up on your facebook or they've seen what you're doing they see the circles you're moving in they go 
man, I'm like 25. I didn't finish college. I'm in real estate. I've sold three houses. And that divide is so big, right? It's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> That's what's incredible. Like I tell my team, I go, I've honestly become successful. If you want to define, you know, what I've done as success in the last 10 years. And, and maybe even honestly in the last eight years. And it was a big maturity shift for me. So if it took me eight to 10 years to do what I'm doing now that's considered maybe successful without the proper mentorship or without the multiple levels of mentorship available to me now, if I hit the reset button, I should be able to achieve this in three years, four years. Is and that that's the most, it's honestly, it's so wild. Like if 10 years ago, I had the opportunity to sit down and and get the wealth of knowledge from you guys or from Jimmy or from, or from other people in our, in our family tree, in our organization, in, in our, in our organizational chart. Oh my gosh. The, the level of growth would have been exponential. You know, my assistant who's been with me for three years, she, the last two, the last 12 months, I've been begging her to stop being my assistant. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> you have, you've received more mentorship from me in the last 12, in the last 24 months, and now the last 36 months that I had received in over 10 years. And so she mm -hmm. finally, she finally made a decision to pull the trigger and she's no longer my assistant. She's, she's rocking and rolling on as a solo agent uh, within our, within our family tree and, and she's on fire. And that's the, that's the, uh, that's the most amazing thing is that I've recognized over the last over the last three, four years, I knew I needed, I knew I needed more mentors. I just didn't know how to get that. And I didn't know sure. how to be in the same room with people who thought the same way as I did. And now I have that. Now I have that. And the excitement and energy that I've got is completely renewed. Um, and so I'm really, really excited to see if I can double what I've done over the last decade in the next decade. And a lot mm -hmm. of people who, who, who know me intimately know that I've got a five-year plan. And... And if I can hit it, it'll be amazing. And then I've got a 10-year plan. Um, and both of those plans revolve around spending, doing absolutely nothing other than setting the top four priorities of my family. And, and, uh, and then the fifth priority is, 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 uh, is work. And so my whole entire goal is to spend time with my family. My father's 78 years old, right? Mm -hmm. So how many Christmases do I have with him? How many Thanksgivings do I have with him? Right. My mother is in her early 70s. It's the same conversation happens. You know, we're born with a birth certificate. Imagine when we were born, we were also given our death certificate. Wow. And we knew when we were going to die. Think about that. If we knew when we were going to die, we know when we were born. If we knew at the same time when we were going to die, how would we live our life differently? And we have this arbitrary thing in our head that I'm going to retire at 50 or 60. And, and, and the average age of death is 77 in, in, in America. Who's to say that that it's not going to be earlier or later? Sure. You know, and so that's been a big mind shift for me is truly understanding my value, my time uh, and the time that I have with others. I mean, but that kind of wisdom, I mean, that's OK, that's 40 year old Shaheen, right? You know, I mean, so that the, I mean, we, we would like to think that we know all that stuff. But I, I know that I personally am an amalgamation of my successes and my failures, right? I mean, I don't win every time. And I think we live in a society with social media and everything else, which used properly is a huge, is very, very advantageous. But we live in a society where all they hear about is the wins, right? You know, all we hear about is the success. All we hear about is the times that we killed it. 
I know I've got some times when I messed up. You know, I was um, I was six months into real estate, and I don't ever talk about this on the podcast. And uh, I was with a brokerage in downtown Houston, and we had an opportunity. A developer came in, and they wanted to build the first ever. You probably heard about this because you do business in Edo. What? Do you remember when they announced the Ivy Lofts? It was going to be the first micro condominium. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm very familiar with the Ivy Lofts. Yes. Yeah. So I was the original sales manager for that project. So I spent a lot of time with the developers and took it off the ground. And I love the concept. I still love the concept. But they got greedy and things happened. Yes. And we yes. That, you know. Yes. But, yeah. Um, not a good time to go into that. <laughs> no. You know, but, uh, you know, that was that was one of mine. But at the same time, I learned 10 years of market knowledge doing that. And so I'm not bitter about it at all. I wish it had gone differently in X, Y, Z. But that was so valuable to me. But it was also a time when I went back and I go, well, I spent six months on that, you know. So, I mean, do you have any of those moments in your career where you're like, I'm so glad I went through that. But, man, that did not go well. Oh my God, I'm doing going through that right now. I mean, it's it's it was crazy. It's perpetual. You know, someone asked me. You know, I tell my I told my team this uh, two weeks ago in our team meeting. I said, guys, I want y'all to know something. I am struggling. Like even on this call right now, I am struggling. Do I have a lot of money? Sure, whatever that means. Do I have wealth? I guess. But I want to let everybody know I am struggling right now. I'm more stressed than I've ever been. I'm in the worst health I've been in a very long time. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, my blood pressure's through the roof. I am truly struggling. I'm not a healthy human being right now. And I know that, and I recognize it. And I'm happy that I can recognize it. I'm mature enough and I'm healthy enough that I can recognize that, hey, Shaheen, you're not the right, you're not in the right position in your life right now, especially at 40, especially having two beautiful little girls, especially having a phenomenal wife, a phenomenal family. I am struggling. And I think a lot of us don't, either recognize it or we're afraid to say it. And I'm not. And I want my team to know and I want people to know around me that, hey, look, there is no golden egg. There is no go- there is no period that you're not going to go through some sort of struggle. But listen to me what I'm, what I'm saying right now. I am struggling. See, my only goal for 2023 is to survive. My, someone at, my sister asked me, hey, what's your goal for 2023? This was like New Year's Eve. I go, honestly, my goal is to survive. I need to survive the next six months. And, and it's, and it's, and the part of it is really intriguing for me and a personal growth side of it for me, because I'm like, you know, these are new struggles I've never had before, or they're more magnified than I had before. So I'm very sure. excited to see how I navigate through these, because I know I'm really, really, I really, really deep down know that when I come out of the struggle, I'm going to be a completely re- reborn human being. I'm going to have a whole different set of wings a whole different butterfly with different colors and different and a different uh, and a different outlook because I know the baseline is there and you know the struggles that I have today didn't didn't happen over the last two months it's been an accumulation of 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 activities over the last two years sure and and I think that's where a lot of us miss out look you don't get out of shape because you missed a workout you don't get out of you don't get out of shape because you had a you had a you had a week of of vacation right you get out of shape because it's an accumulation of six months, a year, or or or, or sure. plus. Um, and so, what I tell people is, 
once in, in the 40 year old Shaheen can say this, cause I have two girls now and, 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 and my, my mindset's completely different, but at the end of the day, what's truly important. And it took, it's the two years of me having our, or almost three years of now having our oldest daughter that now has, has told me, Hey, Shaheen, the stuff that you've been doing over the last two, three years, the framework, the, the, uh, the bricks that you've been putting in place, the foundation that you've been growing has not been the best foundation has not been the best, best set of bricks. And that's now completely different. So I'm super excited. I mean, I'm encouraged by the struggles I'm going through now because I'm super excited about what's going to happen when I come out of it. And so that's the biggest thing. I love that Shaheen. I mean, and Jack, I know that you can, you can vibe into this and being a mentor yourself. Right. And I know you talk about looking for mentors, looking for that, but I think you have to take a moment and realize that you are a mentor to probably a much larger breadth of people than, you know, but the the honesty, the vulnerability, the transparency of being able to come into those rooms and say, hey, listen, I'm not in a great place. But then the other side of that is they're seeing that you're still there every day, that you're still you're still pushing. You know, it's not like, hey, I went and crawled into my hole and I'm going to go sit in the closet because I don't feel good. Right. It's like recognizing it, pushing through it, you know, um, well, it's important that your, uh, I guess, your mentees are the people who look up to you because they're like, in essence, every mentee you have is like a small mirror. Yeah. And I mean, they they change it in their own way, but they have to still see you as human. They can't see you as this like infallible, inhuman who's like always on it, no issues, nothing's ever wrong. They're always on one hundred percent at home. The, the Facebook office. you, the yeah, Facebook like, you, right? Good God, that's that's tiring, and you can only get so many people to buy into that. And whenever they do, it's temporary. And that's not how, that's not how we grow people at all. So, no, and, yeah. and I, I keep telling people, I'm like, look, this whole merger with EXP wasn't about, wasn't about selling more homes. You know, you can go join any brokerage. And I know this conversation today is not about joining EXP or whatever, but that's, that's mm-hmm. been my, that's been my, uh, that's been my biggest light bulb is that it's not about selling more homes it's not about learning how to sell how to op- how to do open houses or marketing it's about being in an environment that's hyper supportive it's about being in an environment that's forcing you to rethink and reevaluate you know I, I do a really good job I, I you know i could i could say this with with uh with with certainty i'm really 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 good at self-reflection and i i'm constantly self-reflecting i'm constantly thinking how did I, how should I, how should I have handled this differently? You know, if I mm-hmm. have a client that, if I have a client or a deal or, or a, a fellow teammate that, that something's not working appropriately, I'm not, my first, my first mindset is not blaming them. It's how could I have handled that differently? Because I don't, I don't want to repeat it. And so I, I do a really good job of that. And in being in our, in our kind of our, our EXP mentorship really has magnified that. And so that's been the biggest value. Um, and even, you know, even being comfortable having conversations like we're having right now, right? Like sure. I'm not having this conversation with a complete stranger, yeah. you know, yeah. this will get obviously broadcasted out and everything. And I'm okay with that. But, but, you know, it's a, it's, I feel confident and comfortable having this conversation because I know you guys can relate, you know, and, yeah, and, Shaheen, and that's, and that's a cool part. That's another place that you and I are like mirrors of each other. I tell my wife all the time, she'll like, she'll point out something that I did, you know, or whatever. And, and it's, it's small and inconsequential as it can be. And I just constantly remind her, I was like, babe, I promise you, I am the most self-aware person 
that you know. I know where I suck. I I'm fully aware. I mean, you know, when I say something the wrong way, or I I maybe reacted with emotion rather than thought or or whatever, and I'm I get in the car and go, well, that was not the way to handle that. You know, I mean, you know, and I I'm I'm not I'm not fortunate enough to live with um without being aware, right? I, I don't live in this fantasy world where I think that everything that I do is sunshine and rainbows. You know, and so like much like yourself, I dissect and my wife, God bless her, I dissect everything that everybody says. I listen to vernacular, tonality, body language, and I'm constantly looking, okay, that's what you said. This is what you meant. I mean, and I look at all of that, which helps in sales, but man, it's, it gets tiring. I mean, and, and that's yes. why I've got to have a support team. I've got to have a support system, you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, going to church and being able to have honest conversations with my wife. And, you know, my wife has worked with me in my business, in one business or another since 2002. And I don't know very many marriages that can that can survive that. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, and so I'm extremely fortunate in that manner. But um, so all of this being said, you know, I would say that the mentor idea, the the culture, the community, whether you're in real estate or a doctor, or I don't care, a chiropractor, or an engineer, those same ideas parallel across every industry, every community. And it's just something that's unfortunately it's growing or it's 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 growing in its absence, I should say. You know, because society has become very, very secular. And it's like I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a world of one, you know, and there's no support in that. There's no growth in that. There's no there's not as much opportunity in that. And I I I applaud you. And I think that that's amazing that that you've been able to self-reflect in that manner, you know, even with the successes that you are enjoying. And so kudos. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, Sorry, I, I was going to say, yeah, I should say just one thing is. If there's one takeaway from this entire call and conversation that we're having is don't get people view a mentor as having one. I have a mentor. And I think mm -hmm. that my chef needs to be, look, whatever industry you're in, go get five mentors, go get seven mentors. Now, the next question is, well, that's easier said than done. And how do you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And that's a whole different conversation. But go get five or six mentors, not one. And that's that's the biggest takeaway, I think. Okay, so I'll ask you this for, for multiple mentors. Do you think that your mentor has to know you? I think the mentor, I think you have to relate to the mentor. Mm -hmm. I think there's, and, and I say that with like social media in mind, you don't need to actually know who that mentor is to give value to you for a certain for, for a certain aspect of your career or business. And I think that's why it's valuable to have multiple mentors. You know, just like it's valuable to have uh, a dentist as well as to have a, uh, an attorney, right? Or, or a CPA or an accountant, <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, I think, you know, it's, what's so wild is our businesses are so dynamic. There's not one solution for every, every aspect of it. You know, there's some great, you know, I say influencers, some great coaches online that you could watch on YouTube or on Instagram or whatnot that, that, that inspire, right? And that's a great part of the mentorship. 
And then as well as having someone that truly understands what your goal is at the end of the day. And, and maybe that's, maybe one mentor is on a, on a growth mindset perspective. Maybe one is on a, on a uh, uh, execution perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe one's getting more granular. You know, I think we need, we need multiple mentors who have our best interests in mind in one way or the other. No, that's a, that's fantastic feedback. Well, hey, Shaheen, something we like, we always love to wrap up with here. And uh, in fairness, I, I kind of, uh, I pre-framed you, so I didn't put you on the spot. So, by the way, I mean, absolutely, I'd have to say this is one of the, one of the best interviews we've done in a while. I mean, we have a ton of great interviews. I love, Thanks, I love the honesty that you shared. Um, you know, I know that you and I and Jack, all we, we align on on multiple, multiple peers. But give us a story. Give us a you know, this is a Monday morning water cooler from some time in your, your illustrious career where you, you walked in on Monday and you're like, you are not going to believe what just happened. I mean, client transaction, something you did, something somebody else did, just something, something fun we can take away. You know, I think on a, on a business perspective, sure. um, I, I, you know, I, I do a, a decent amount of like commercial type of real estate and, and some of my favorite, and, and this hasn't just happened once, but it's happened a couple of times, but you'll walk into an abandoned warehouse and there's literally a village. So I have, <laughs> I have some warehouses uh, in the East downtown Houston area. I, I went in there, I went in there just last week because I hadn't been in there in a few months. Uh, and uh, I'm not kidding you. There was four former bonfires that were set, like the whole fire pits. There was a community with electricity that they had pulled a <laughs> extension cord from across the street um, over and there was a village living there, you know? And, and my first, my first thought wasn't, I wasn't scared. I wasn't angry or anything like that. It was just like, this is very impressive. <laughs> and, 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 and then the second kind of thoughts start coming in is like, you know, I wish the city had, or I wish we had more opportunities for, for people to go to and stuff. But, but I walked in and I was like, hey guys, like, looks like you guys camped out here for a little while. And I'm not kidding you. Like it was a village with, <laughs> with, with someone, they had a television set up, uh, a couch, like nice. and it's in a matter of, and I hadn't been in that property in three, four months. So it was amazing what could happen in three or four months. But um, yeah, probably not as wild as the stories that you guys have heard, but that was the, probably the most recent one. Um, and, and they were very hey. polite and they're like, sorry, we're heading out. Well, you know what? I mean, I've one, I applaud them on their industriousness, you know, I mean, to <laughs> yeah. go in there and set up shop, you know, and then the realtor kicks in mind. You're like, so what's my per head count here? You know, I mean, you know, what's our, what's our dollar per square foot? <laughs> yeah. Well, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite part was they were like, Hey, we, we, they, they told me that they owned the building. They're like, yeah, this is actually our building. I was like, ah, perfect. Well, cool. Well, since you guys own it, do you mind just heading out? And uh, so, anyways, I, not the best story, and 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 I could probably share some other stories if you want to. If you want to uh, edit this, and we can do one later. But uh, but that was the most <laughs> recent one that I thought was pretty funny. I was like, oh, thanks, guys. Well, yeah, knock them for trying. No, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, they had a place to stay for six months. Yes. Hey, so Shaheen, um, people locally, nationally. Um, if they're looking for someone that's like-minded in business, if they want to talk about, I mean, because you're covering a lot of gamuts. If they want somebody that they can uh, talk to about investments, commercial, residential, building a team, opening a brokerage, uh, you I know, just a mentor. I have the mentors, you know, how can they find you? Where, where can they reach out to you? 
yeah, don't forget opening a gym. We have we have uh, one of the largest. Oh, that's right. You have gyms in Edo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, honestly, Instagram's the easiest. It's it's something that I manage myself. Believe it or not, I'm I'm on there all the time. And uh, so if someone wants to hit me in Instagram, it's just at Shaheen Nagavi. Uh, and I'm pretty and I'm pretty active on there. And and I'm sure like you guys, it's pretty cool because I do get people who message and say, hey, like can I pick your brain on this? And I love those. And I applaud those people because I did and do the same thing. Like I've got sure. no problem messaging uh, Warren Buffett a question. You never know. Hell, Elon Musk will probably reply back. Um, so yeah, <laughs> social media on, on Instagram has been the is probably the, honestly the easiest way to get a hold of me. So uh, yeah, that's about it. But thanks for having me, guys. This was great. I really appreciate your time. Um, I always like having an opportunity to 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 share a story, I guess, and then and then to also watch y'all y'all stories and and, and and as we grow together, it's it's really really cool. Well, it's nice to get an interview with some texture in the background. We're not in office. Yeah, it's outside gosh. San Diego, you know, probably what seventy two degrees. You know, yeah, I'll show you. I've got I've got my uh, my palm trees right there. If you can see, there them. you go. <laughs> nice, good surrounding. So. Yes. Well, hey, everybody, uh, we really appreciate Shaheen being here today. Don't forget Expedition U. It's on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere you can, anywhere you can find a podcast. Uh, come back every week for these types of conversations. Uh, we know you're getting value. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and uh, come back and we'll talk to you all soon. See you next time. See you guys.